This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of Now and Not Yet. Pressing in when you're waiting, wanting, and restless for more. Written and narrated by best-selling author Ruth Cho Simons and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill His promises to her. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you, from Jordan Depths to Herman Heights, including Mount Mazar. Hey everyone, welcome back to Balance Her. Today we're going to have a wild card episode for you guys because as you can see, I have shaved my head and um, I definitely wanted to come on and share my testimony, my story about that because I knew that people would be curious as to why, what happened, where'd the hair go. Um, so I share with my co-host here um, in private a uh, about, what was that, maybe a week ago? About a week about ago. About a week ago, um, some news that I had received from a dermatologist. Um, I had been suffering from thinning of my hair, um, the front hairline. I had dreads for about 10 years. Uh, my hair had literally grown to my butt. I'll try to insert a picture so you can see it. Um, and so I loved my hair. Um, I felt like it allowed me to be unique. As African-American women, you don't often see women with hair down to their butt. And so everywhere I went, I would honestly get attention about my hair. And it made me feel like I stood out. And when my hair began to thin, I think unconsciously my self-esteem started to decrease. And when I noticed how bad it was getting, I thought, okay, Maybe it's because your hair is too heavy, the dreads are pulling on it, go ahead and cut it. So the first time I cut it up to my shoulder, I also cut it because honestly I was tired of it. Long hair honestly is kind of overrated in my opinion. There's not much you can do with it after some time. I was tired of the ball, tired of the ponytail to the back, <laughs> or just straight down. So I wanted a different look anyway. So it was kind of two, two reasons why I cut my hair. So then when I cut it to a bob, I was still very dissatisfied. Uh, the thin, to me, the thinning was even more pronounced. And so I was like, Ugh, I, I think I need to just go ahead and cut it off. So I cut it off with the intention of, okay, now your hair is going to get back healthy and strong and thick. And anybody that knows me knows, like I, I could chop my hair off. It would come right back. Um, it would grow fast. It was really thick. So I just assumed it has to be the, the dreads, right? So if I cut the dreads, my hair is going to come back. Well, when I cut my hair, y'all, I was honestly in shock at what I saw when she took the dreads out. Um, and I will, I will share that picture as well, but I had no idea that was under that. I thought it, it couldn't look that bad, but when, when I took the dress out, it was pretty bad. Like, I remember coming home crying because I was like, I can't believe my hair is like this, that I went from this to this in a matter of seconds. And so, again, I still had hope. I was like, okay, I, it, you just took the dress out. You just need to give it time, get you a, tr a, a routine condition, treat your hair. 
And so I did that for several months and my hair was doing nothing, y'all. Like it didn't grow at all at the front. The back was steady growing, but the front was just like, nah, uh-uh, nothing. And I noticed the texture was horrible. Like the texture had completely changed. And so I knew something was wrong. And so I decided to go to a dermatologist. And this is something that I would suggest to all women who may be suffering from some type of hair loss. As women, we always try to self um diagnose ourselves and oh we i can do this and i can do that and we don't go ahead and go to the person that can go ahead and help us because some of some of you that may be suffering from hair loss if you catch it early on you can treat it right but if you let it go so far because you're thinking i'm gonna go buy some drops over here i'm gonna go buy some shampoo over here sis no go to a professional and let them check you out um for me I think that my biological mother suffers with this, even though they don't say it's hereditary, but I do know that she has a lot of thinning in her hair. Um, so I think that that does have some some play in it. But when I went to the doctor, he told me I had an autoimmune disease that was attacking my hair follicles and that there was nothing I would be able to do about the hair that's already lost, but I can go ahead and get shots to preserve the hair that was left. So. For me, I was at a decision. I had been praying to God about it, talking to God about it. And normally when I pray to God about something, there's this sense of um, it's going to be okay that comes over me. Like but peace. A peace. And I know like it's, this is going to be all right. But when I kept praying about my hair situation, I didn't feel that. Not that he wasn't giving me peace. I kept feeling like it was more like, you're going to have to deal with this and that's going to be okay. That's more what I got from God. So when I did get the results from the doctor, I, I was more devastated because it was a confirmation that I did not want to hear got you. or recognize, even though I knew that I, I knew that if God wanted to give me my hair back, he would. My faith as far as that didn't waver. I, but I understood that that was just not the direction that he was taking me in. And I now understand, of course, it was for a reason. Um, it was cre to create a, a vision. I do have a vision that's going to launch soon that you guys need to be on the lookout for, Beautiful Baldies. Yes. Um, and it's going to be all about accentuating your face, um, cosmetics, uh, scarves, bomb earrings. And these earrings, by the way, are from Girl Be Fearless. I want to shout her out. Uh my followers, after I share my story, are so, y'all, so freaking amazing. Um, I had people send me lace front wigs, y'all, expensive lace front wigs. Wow. I had okay. people send me, like, I think I got 20 pairs of earrings in the Come mail. On. Women what? with balance yes. followers? Yes. <laughs> they okay. came through for me. And so I really, really appreciate that. And I want to take the time to say thank you for that. Um, but the funny thing is, is that. All of the fear and everything that I thought I would feel, um, I thought I would feel like I would be less than a woman. I thought I felt inadequate. But to be honest, God was trying to show me something. And one of those things was let, reminding me, your power does not come from your hair. That's not where I anointed you at. Your power is within you. And you don't need your hair to keep whatever it is that I have for you. And as a matter of fact, what I'm doing to you is because I'm going to use it to take you to the next level. 
And so he needed someone to be bold like me that would be okay with this decision because um, I could have got the shots that they were offering. I could have went through all the creams and these treatments. But for me, it was like, why are you trying to hold on to something that don't want to hold on to you? It's thinning. It's it's not going to look good. It's better to just release it and let it go. Why go to the doctor and get shots all over your head like it was painful? And so I just made the decision. The best thing for me to do is to just shave my head. I had all the intentions of the in the world of rocking wigs. And then I shaved my head. And honestly, you guys, when I looked in the mirror at myself, I feel God was trying to show me that I'm not average like I thought I was. Because when I would look in the mirror at myself, I felt average. I felt like I, I think all my life I kind of struggled with. Um, I, don't, I don't feel ugly, but I don't feel like I stand out, if that makes sense. And so I always kind of felt that way. And, I, and what I believe is that when my hair got long, I got this superficial confidence in my hair like, okay, this is what's making me different. This is what's making me stand out. So when I didn't have that anymore, I remember feeling like when I looked in the mirror, you're average. You don't stand out. There's nothing significant about you. And shaving my head, the first time I looked at myself in the mirror, I saw beauty. For the first time, I saw beauty in myself. And it was like, God was like, this is what I wanted you to see, that you are beautiful regardless. And so I share that story with you for our topic today because I want to talk about changing the stereotypical idea of beauty. Beauty is whatever you want it to be, okay? That's that's just where I'm at now. And I'm so grateful for this experience because I realized, like, you don't need those things. If you want to have long hair, rock it, sis. If you don't want to have no hair at all, rock that too it that's what makes you stand out is your uniqueness and the difference in you and so honestly i don't even care about growing my hair back at this point like i told my husband if it was some oil to grow my hair back i don't even want it because i love it now (laughs) so that just goes to show you like you you're fearful about things that you don't even have to be fearful about because if god puts you in a position to where you have to do something. Trust me, he gonna get the glory out of it. Absolutely, and and it's gonna be okay. So, with that being said, with social media being so profound in our lives and seeing all these different forms of beauty and how we compare ourselves to different women because we think like me, oh, her hair's long, or mm-hmm. she has good curly hair, you know, like. Or she has beautiful skin. All kinds of stuff, you know. And as for... Or even hair textures. Like with women of color, like, oh, 3C, 3B hair. Like, the hair texture is, like, just easy to manage. Like, Mm, it's so many things that come as being a woman. Like, you think about, like, we're always concerned with our hair. How we look. How other people perceive us. Do I look fat? Do I look skinny? Like, it's it's just, like, you're just kind of, like, grow up with that inside of you. And I'm just, like... You're always concerned about stuff. And I'm like, but everything comes from within. Like, yes. it is, it's it's not skin deep. It's it's who you are inside. Because you, you can are. be the most beautiful person on the outside and be ugly. Ooh. 
like on the inside. <laughs> rotten. Rotten. <laughs> that is so true. I know it's 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 different, but at the same time, I'm sure we all have the same struggles. So when you look at social media or how did how did you overcome what I call the comparison syndrome? Oh gosh, you're so real. Um <laughs> yeah. I, I can say I don't know if I've overcome it fully. It definitely pops in and pops out. Yeah. I think it's just the world we live in, so I know how to manage it. Mm-hmm. But when I sit there and like go past, you know, girls that and it's not necessarily girls I want to be, it was what the men in my past wanted me to be. Yes. So whenever I feel like, oh, so-and-so looks pretty, like, oh, her makeup's popping, her figure is, like, everything is on point, mm-hmm. she's got small waist, flat tummy, like, that was what my the men in my past wanted, and I never was, and I was like, wait, that's what they want, right. which is superficial, mm-hmm. right? I'm a woman, and I am who I am, and especially being Latin, I can't tell you how many times I've told, been told I'm not Latin enough. Like, I'm, I'm too, I don't act Latin, I don't look Latin enough, I don't X, Y, Z, and I'm just like, but that's what makes me Alexis. Yeah. You know? And with the hair, like, I didn't used to wear my hair curly, because when, you know, you're trying to fit in in the Latin culture, they try to survive. So I'd go and they would blow dry my hair straight. Like, mm-hmm. I remember not leaving the house without my hair straight. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I literally was too scared. I remember, like, I was too scared. I was like... I don't know how to manage this. It wasn't pretty. Mm. Because as a little girl, I'd go to school and get my hair done. They're like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty when they blow dried it. And see, that's and that's what makes so, it so bad. Because as women of color, that's why we neglected to wear our natural hair for so absolutely. long. Because we were brought up and taught straight hair is the thing. That's right. Like, straight hair is beautiful. And so we were putting relaxes on our hair that was damaging our hair, burning yes. our scalp. Like, putting chemicals in our scalp. And now I think about relaxers. Now that I'm natural, although I'm not rocking my natural hair today. Y'all will see it soon. Uh, but just, like, knowing that I went through that process of putting chemicals in my hair. But that's how I grew up. Like, that's what I was comfortable with. Yeah, and so even when I grew my hair out, like, growing the relaxer out, that was a process of, like, looking at myself and being able to accept myself for who I was. Because I'm like, I had never seen my hair I'm relaxed and so I was used to seeing my hair straight and I'm just like who kinks are these like who curls are these but now I'm like I've learned to love my hair texture mm-hmm. like just train it yeah that's what we never yeah. knew that we could do right. just train your hair and our hair is so resilient like we have some of the most beautiful hair because we can do anything with it we can straighten it we can wear it curly yes we can braid it we can plait it we can twist it like I'm we can like, wear a fro me, yeah. me, like I'm like low-key sometimes I'm like I wish I had like a different like a texture like Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And, and that's another thing. You're not taught. You're not taught okay. that. And so now it's just like 
my friends and I, we, we went through the process of educating ourselves. Now I know what works on my hair, what doesn't work on my hair. I know the porosity of my hair, the density exactly. of my hair, like all of that stuff you don't know at first. But growing up, I will share a little bit of my hair story. Growing up, I did not have hair. <laughs> so I can't say I grew up with a long, long hair because my sisters would be like, no, nah, you lied on your podcast. <laughs> I did not even have pigtails. Like I had little eye cells and I blog about this some, but it was, that's my truth. Like I did not have long hair. And I remember my mom told uh, my sisters one time, we're going to give her a jerry curl. And I like cried my eyes out. I was like, there's no way I'm wearing this juicy jerry curl. <laughs> I had a jerry curl all the way until freshman year of high school. Think about my serious? life. And kids <laughs> make fun of they you. Fun of kids me. are cool. <laughs> and that's where you develop so much of your anxiety and so much of your like um, low self-esteem. And it starts so early. Yeah, yes. it starts early. Like, as, as, a, as an adult, I'm about to be 30 this year. I'm just now being like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. It takes time. Like, it takes you to get there because, I mean, for me, it was my complexion. I was, um, was always you bullied because I was of your skin? Because I was skinny. They called me Black Hawk. That was my nickname. Wow. You would have thought I was black as the tire, the way they acted. I was called Black Hawk. Um, on top of that, I had the Jerry Curl. Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. <laughs> you had the whole nine, just I had the whole thing. Um, my dad didn't want my figure to show, so he made me wear these long church dresses all the way through middle school. So, yeah, I got picked on pretty badly. And then on top of it, I'm skinny. So, as a black woman in this world, it's not okay to be skinny. You know, like, in white cultures, that's perfect. They want to be tight. Like, they don't want no fat. Like, that's the thing. But, but black men, they want booty, <laughs> hips, titties. They want all of they it. They want it all. <laughs> like, they want a whole package. And I'm, I'm just not that. So, I always felt very insecure. And a guy that I was dating and I was very much crazy about, he would always cheat on me with women that look like that. Wow. See, so yeah. it really made me insecure about myself because I'm like, you are you you know you always cheat on people that look like those Instagram models pretty much and I'm not that. So even when I met my husband, it was really difficult for me to comprehend that he was really attracted to me because I never had that and I I literally was like you lying, something wrong with you. Be like, like, what you want? What you want? Yeah, <laughs> and it was and it was sad that my husband literally had to say to me, first of all, what is wrong with you <laughs> that you got a problem with me being attracted to you? Right. And and furthermore, he was like, I ain't no ugly person. I don't want no ugly person either. Right. So if I'm marrying you, then you obviously are attractive. Like he was pretty much like, I don't want to have this conversation no more. You right. you fine, pretty. Period. Right. I don't want her. And I was like, okay, okay. Sometimes you need that, really <laughs> you need that you know, like, like get it together. And so it's amazing how far I've come because he even says, like, I'm so proud of you. He said because you couldn't even take a compliment when we got married. Wow. And he's like, now for you wow. to be able for me to say it, and it's like it's like I know you know I'm mm -hmm. telling the truth. Like it's no longer like a question. Now it's like thank you. 
Like, okay. Okay, thanks. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. And, and to see how much my confidence has grown. But that's how I think that we have to, it's kind of like what you said, stop valuing the people that don't value who we are. Mm -hmm. Your people will love you how you are. The people that are assigned to you, the man that is assigned to you, you're going to be everything to that man. Everything more and enough. more. And I, I think that's something we really need to understand. And also that God is protecting you. I'm glad God protected me from them fools. Ooh, when I think about the things God protected me from, like, thank you, God. I mean, in those moments, you don't realize you that. Don't but realize now I'm like, right. thank you, God. I look back and I won't call any names, but I look back <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, God. I appreciate you for protecting me. Yes. But when, also when you just start seeing yourself how God sees you. Yes. Like, um, even reading uh, Ephesians 1 and 2, it talks about, like, how we're the apple of his eye. Like, he loves us beyond, like, anything. Like, I, to know that God knows the amount of hair on my head, whether I'm wearing weave or not. Like, I wonder about that. Do he know the amount with weave, too? Like, that's a question in my head. That's, those are just the questions. Only Ren would ask that. Those are the questions that go through my head. But just to know, like, even when I was in my mom's room, like, Jeremiah 1 and 5, like, he formed us. Like, he knew us before we even knew ourselves. So he knew he knew all the insecurities we were going to have to yes. go through. And where you talking about you were skinny, I've always been curvy. Like, since fifth grade, I've had hips and butt. And so, being that young with curves, I'm just like, it was, when nobody else this curvy at such a young age. Now, I like wear it with pride, but I would wear long, like, pullovers to my knees. Because mm. I didn't want other kids to see my butt or my hips because I wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, the body... For me, the body image has been a big, like, demon, I want to say, but I think I've, I've definitely conquered it lately. And in my, my season of being secluded, it's almost like I've conquered a lot of those things mm. because I'm not, who am I comparing? I have right. No, I have no one cheating on me That's true. with the person that isn't me because in my situation, the people I was cheated on, you know, would be chosen. It was like me, but like exaggerated. Mm. And I was never, I'm not an exaggerated girl. I have curves, but they just petite. Unless uh, it's you fine. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I don't know what Lexi like, found out. Look, look, right. look, don't let her tell y'all she got a real struggle. Because she, Lexus is fine. Don't let her fool you. Don't let her. You. And, that, and that just goes to show you that it, how one person can really strip your identity. They can. And I've had to, and I almost took it back. I had to take it back, but like, wait a second. Girl, you got to take it back. You got to take, take your power, power back. back, girl. Absolutely. You got to because, I mean, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? Right. And if we don't love ourselves enough, nobody else is. Yeah. And what, what made me really realize it is a lot of the comments from my followers when I posted that video was, wait a minute. We love your confidence. Mm -hmm. And I didn't I didn't even know that I exhibited that mm -hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even know that until multiple comments was like, uh-uh, hold up, sis. This ain't even you and we not about to do this. Her right. or no hair. Wow. And that really lifted my spirits because as a person that empowers others or is in leadership, a lot of time people 
forget we're human. Right. We have insecurities. And you have we to have build flaws, yourself back And up. we have to build ourselves up. And sometimes we encouraging you and we need encouragement. Right. You're you know? suffering. And we're silent. suffering inside. And so to be able to share my story and for people to come in and encourage me, that was truly a blessing. Well, it was I beautiful. applaud you for just sharing your story. Like that's vulnerability on a whole nother level. And that's how we should be. Like you were so vulnerable in that moment. One, you told us like immediately you shared it with us. So thank you for telling us, but also like just sharing it with your followers, like walking them through it. They're able to see your journey and they're able to learn from it from to grow from it. And I feel like that's what draws people to you even more because you're so vulnerable and willing to share your experiences with them. Like they can learn so much from those experiences. Yeah. I think that, um, like I, I share with you guys off camera for me and what I've learned in my life is if I try to bottle it up and hold it inside and I don't share it, it prolongs my healing and I just, it just grows and, and, Things that I'm fearful about, they begin to just fester and grow bigger and bigger and bigger because I'm only internalizing it. But when I release it to the world, it starts my healing process because I get to get the positive feedback that I needed um, and I get to really just let go and let God. So for me in that moment, it's, it's, it was literally like as soon as I clicked in on the video, I felt so much relief so much peace awesome. it was like hey you've got it out you've cried about it and you sh and I sh you should and I want to be clear about that oh, absolutely. you should it's okay to be weak it's okay to feel like what's going on I had a 41 year relationship with my hair that's grief I literally right. grieved like I lost somebody because this is something that has been attached to my body my whole life and I've never known anything else. So it was it was hard, but such valuable lesson in it and sharing and being transparent and being vulnerable. And I do that because although it's scary for me when I do it, and, and please don't think that when I take this stuff, I'll be like, yeah, I'm about to put this out. <laughs> no. It's never like that. <laughs> I, it'd be the Never. last thing I really want to put out. <laughs> and honestly, me and God be going back and forth like, sure. can we just keep this and to myself? And then press play, <laughs> recording started. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, um, whew, I don't know how this is going to be received, but I'm living my truth. And for me, that's the most peaceful that I can be. I can't worry about what other people going to think about it. And I... I believe that's why God always blesses it. That's why the right people are always, they always see it because so many women were like, oh my gosh, I'm suffering with this. My inbox was on fleek, y'all. I was like, OMG, what like, is going on? And before you're like, I didn't want to say <laughs> I didn't want to say right. anything. And look how many people I helped by just being open, by them just saying, thank you for sharing. Because no, right. women don't want to talk about this. Right. We just want to get a wig and cover it up. We don't want to talk about the fact that my hair is not growing. That's like, for a woman, that's like the most vulnerable. That's her glory almost. But, I mean, the Bible says, who the son has set free is free indeed. So being able to walk in your truth, like that's freedom on a whole other level. And the fact that God has been able to use this as ministry opportunity. Like, you're using it to serve and help other people. Like, 
that's part of your testimony now that you can share with, well, you've already shared with other people, but that's exactly how we're supposed to be living our life. Like, everything, every test that we're going through, you're like, oh, this hurts, this is tough. But yes. On the other side of that pain, and once you get to the other side, um, there's beauty in your pain. Like, it it you is. Know? And for me, I made a conscious decision in my life a long time ago that my pain would never be without purpose. Mm, that's good. Come on. Never. If if I'm if I have pain, it's gonna be used for God's glory, and I don't care if you see. I, I'm a crybaby anyway. You gonna see me cry, y'all. That probably won't be the last time. Okay. So let those tears out if you need it, sis. We are at the end of the episode, and just wanted to let you know that we will return on July the 13th. We are taking a week break for Fourth of July. We hope that you have fun and are safe, and that you enjoy your family. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in, and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.